Hi everyone, I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. Woo! Vacation edition. We happen to be in the same place at the same time today, which is hard now that Heaven is hanging out with Stephen Colbert all crazy. Just the way that we make our show, it's really hard to address certain things when they happen, like with the Orlando tragedy, we just literally couldn't get together. But since we're here together now, we did want to talk a little bit about the the craziness that's happening in the world today. It's like three days in a row we've all woken up to just the worst news mm. ever. So you're hearing this Tuesday, but this was recorded last Friday. And today we woke up to the news that five, I think, police officers were ambushed and shot and killed in Dallas during a peaceful protest for Alton Sterling and Philando Castile, who were murdered by police officers in Baton Rouge in Minnesota, respectively. It's It's, just been rough, yo. Yeah. It's just like thing after thing after thing. And somehow it keeps getting worse, Mm. which is crazy. People write to us a lot about, you know, how do you deal with all this news and how are you going to respond to this and we often don't either have the energy time or space to do Mm -hmm. all of that but we don't want you all think we're not thinking about it or that we don't know it's heavy on your hearts too or that we don't care about it Mm -hmm. we definitely do i know i go into shutdown mode pretty quickly when stuff like this happens Mm -hmm. but we also talk a lot about self-care as you guys know and we're also trying to practice that in our individual lives And we know that a lot of people listen to our show for self-care. And that means a lot to us. It does. And we wanted to help a little bit by replaying one of our episodes where we talk a lot about self-care. Hopefully it'll provide like a little like safe haven, just like a place to duck in and take a break, take a breather. So this was recorded in response to Eric Gardner's death, but it could apply to this situation and many others. Mm. But there are also real moments of levity and fun. There's a what had happened was in this episode. <laughs> Classic Tracy joke time. Hey, we should. I have, feel like I haven't told a joke in a long time. You're right. We got to bring it back. I'm sorry. I'm failing everybody. We also, You're not failing us, Tracy. You're we right. Appreciate you. Thank you, Evan. I appreciate you so much. We also vaguely referenced the classic Deezus episode, episode six, also yes. full of laughs. You should know we were really, really, really drunk then. That's where the Tracy was born. That is where the Tracy it's was the born. It's the Tracy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would like to revisit that episode yourself, there's a lot of ridiculousness and just drunk cackling and slurred speech. It's episode six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I we haven't listened to it since. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> But if it'll give you some momentary joy or glee, listen to us at our worst because it is pretty funny. Listen to this episode about how to take care of yourself during times of tragedy, especially if you're a person of color, especially if you're black and you keep being bombarded with videos of other black people being killed. We hope this helps. Remember to prioritize your sanity. Yes. Take your meds. Yeah. Be nice to yourself. Be kind to yourself. I sometimes feel guilty about wanting to just unplug for a little while. Mm. When tragedy like this happens, there are a lot of people, like the families who are missing loved ones, who can't just click out. Mm. And it makes me feel guilty. But there really is no crime or no harm in taking care of yourself. Because I mean you have to like you have to take care of yourself so that you can help fight and take care of other people like i mean change really does begin with you being nice and kind to yourself Mm. also we all were like looking for a moment of reprieve yesterday and i i threw up the hashtag carefree black kids 2k16 because i just i needed i needed babies carefree babies in my life 
And seeing like black kids on Vine having joy like mm. really made my day. So if you want some of that in your life, Check Carefree Black Kids 2K16. It's beautiful. It's aspirational. <laughs> we love y'all. Take care. Keep your heads up. Keep your head up. Ooh, things child. are gonna get easier. Things are gonna get easier. Keep your head up. <laughs> Sorry, I killed What's it. I killed it. Killed the vibe. <laughs>
you know, take stock of of like your body and your personal breath. You know, like mm. it, there are horrible things happening in the world, but like I'm still here. I can walk. I can enjoy a glass of water. Yeah. You know, and I have to remind myself that I definitely can't help anybody if I'm not good and okay. Ooh, speak on it. You know. So we took a walk around our office and we talked to a few of our coworkers to see what their self-care routines are like. And here's what they said. I just feel like I've gotten to a point where it's just like, I can't just keep going on Twitter or Facebook and just saying like, our lives matter and people, like people just don't respect that. It's also getting to the point where I just feel like there's so many murders that are happening that like, I can't even keep up with it sometimes I like I've even taken like days off work and like I will go and just like have like a social media free day and I don't know if escapism is like the best thing but I like to go into a movie it's dark like get my favorite snacks and just like zone out for like two hours and not have to worry and the last time I did this like I went to go see um Cinderella which I really enjoyed uh hi yes my name is Michael Blackman and I work at BuzzFeed Hi, my name is Sylvia Obel. My self-care is disconnecting from the internet, no, not watching any videos anymore of people getting killed. Um, I will like attend vigils, marches, like all the marches in New York for Eric Garner I attended just because that sense of community and just gathering with people who felt your pain and your anger about it. I felt like it was in a way the most release I could get I still wanted to feel like I was doing something. So, like, to me, that's what helped as well. The night uh, the Zimmerman verdict came in was the night I had to get a haircut. And I was at my barbershop, and a bunch of people from the neighborhood just came in and started, like, talking about it. And it was just, like, really comforting because I was so angry at the time when it was happening. And then to be around a lot of other people who are angry makes you like relax and think, okay, the world's not that crazy because here's all these people around me that feel the same way I do. I'm Albert Samaha. I'm a criminal justice reporter at BuzzFeed. I really have no right to have to deal with anything. I'm not dealing with anything, right? I'm just sitting at the computer, talking on the phone, meeting some people. It's the people on the other side of the notebook or whatever that are dealing with things. On the other hand, I mean, I, it gives me some like peace of mind to be so immersed into this like world or this scene. Not necessarily that I feel I'm able to like help things or improve anything because I don't really know if I can at all. I guess I've gotten kind of so deep in that I'm never gonna totally be able to just like remove it from the back of my mind. But also, you know, I play a lot of basketball. That's probably the only time I'm not thinking about like injustices happening to people and bad shit going on in the world. Other than those like six hours a week, I'm like, that's all I'm thinking about. lighten things up a little bit <laughs> i know that we we started kind of heavy we gave y'all a lot so we're gonna try to uh uh send things in the opposite direction with a what had happened was Wait, literally <laughs> every, <laughs> every what had happened was is tracy because i never leave the house <laughs> <laughs> So last episode, 
the very little that I remember from last oh episode. Oh my god! I do know that we were talking about Cracker Barrel, and somewhere in there, I said I was going to tell the story of my first trip to Cracker yes, Barrel. Yes, I want to hear. So this is my first trip to Cracker Barrel. I'm gonna take a little sip in preparation. Yeah, these cups are loud. I didn't want to. I know. Sorry. <laughs> what happened was, I am. Probably a freshman or a sophomore in college. This <laughs> the was. Dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like everybody's most militant time, right? <laughs> um, I mentioned that I went to a really, really white and also really racist college. Yeah. I was one of 20 black people. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to cling to anything black that yeah. I can. So I did a lot of reading. Um, I would literally go to the library and just camp out in like the black power section. I would take a pillow from my actual bed on like a Saturday because I had nothing else to do. I know this is my life. Um, So at this point in my life, I was reading um, Black Power, The Politics of Liberation Mm -hmm. by Kwame Turi, known Mm -hmm. also as Stokely Carmichael and Charles V. Hamilton. My mother... Myself and my niece. My niece was probably about five or six. She was so tiny and so adorable. (laughs) She was so cute. Um, We were going to go to breakfast and my mother wanted to go to Cracker Barrel. I said, absolutely not. Had you been there before? No, I had never been. So this is my first trip to Cracker Barrel. So what did you associate with Cracker Barrel? I always thought it sold clothes for some reason. (laughs) I just assumed it was a place for country old racist white people. Okay. Because that's what it looks like. (laughs) So for our listeners, it's also called Cracker Barrel. (laughs) Right. A barrel of crackers, literally. I cannot think of a place that I would rather not be. Yeah. It's a strange name for a restaurant. (laughs) It's just really weird. And like it looks like an old timey, like the outside has like this big wooden wrap around porch with actual rocking chairs on it and I yeah. can just like picture like <laughs> an old man with a spittoon and a, <laughs> and a rifle but my mother insists mm-hmm. I'm still her child after all she's driving <laughs> and paying hi mom hi mommy I know you listening <laughs> know how you do. I'm like all right fine you can make me go to Cracker Barrel but you cannot make me enjoy it I took my book again I was reading Black Power the Politics oh, of God. Liberation <laughs> And uh, my hair was permed at the time, but if it wasn't, I would have picked it out. (laughs) Retroactive biggest, The biggest afro, yes. We get there. And I make sure that I hold the book so that the... So that the title is very, very Petty, like, Tracy. <laughs> Everybody see what book I got. You see what I'm about, right? Try something. Yeah. Try me if you want to. And That's like, smart, I'm, actually. See? <laughs> Shit. Exactly. So I walk in and I've got the, I've got black power like emblazoned on my chest because I'm like hugging the book to my chest <laughs> and I'm just like ice grilling everybody. I'm like, try something. I dare you. I dare you. I was very surprised to see black people actually working there and I was oh, like, oh, y'all mm. don't even know that we've been free for how many years? Y'all don't got to do so this dramatic. no more. Listen, that was me. <laughs> They're just trying to pay their rent. <laughs> right, exactly. But what really fucked me up is the the trinkets and stuff on the walls, right? Ooh. So again, for our listeners who have not been to Cracker Barrel. In heaven. In heaven. Oh my gosh. In heaven. Oh my gosh. So you know how TGI Fridays has all this like yeah, stuff on the wall. Random shit. Imagine this as like <laughs> a Jim Crow themed oh. TGI Fridays. By that I mean like there are just like old signs that you know are hanging up somewhere in America during the days of segregation. Yeah. Right? Like I always look up and I'm just there's like a wash tub like an iron wash tub that somebody <laughs> probably bathed their babies in and probably what? had babies in. yeah it's crazy and they have like uh like horse saddles and just like <laughs> remnants of the good old days right yeah. it's kind of like anything that you would imagine left over from the set of um 
the Andy Griffith Show, which mm. I don't even, do you remember the Andy Griffith Show? No, I don't remember. I mean, are you familiar <laughs> no, with it? <laughs> I wasn't even negative alive then. <laughs> uh, so depressing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. It's, it's fine. It's true. But it was there true. anything in the trinkets that was like explicit? No, but I always expected to see like some slave shackles or something on the mm. wall. I swear to God, every time I went, I was looking for a whites only sign or a colored sign or like a, some actual shackles or like, you know, just something. Yeah. So we get there. I'm pissed off. I'm uncomfortable. I'm ready to go. And we sit down and we order. Everything looks like whatever. It just looks like breakfast food, right? <laughs> Girl, I love breakfast. Breakfast is so good. <laughs> and that was my problem with the food. Like the food gets here. I'm determined not to smile. <laughs> Listen, I took a bite of the hash brown casserole for Ooh. the first time. And I felt at once like uncomfortable, but also <laughs> really satisfied. That's like living in America. <laughs> My mom's like, so how'd you like it? I was like, you know, it's. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and said, I'm just like, girl, this one was popping up. It was up. It was going up. But my final middle finger to Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. when we were leaving, I told my niece to put her fist in the air as we were walking oh my gosh. outside. And she was like, why? I was just like, no, <laughs> Do it for Black Power, it. baby. <laughs> just do it. You'll, it'll make sense one day. Oh, my God. She won't even remember, <laughs> Tracy. She was just like, what? But she did it, though. That was my little homie. She did it. Oh. And so on the in the car, on the way home, I was like, so am I allowed to, like, go back <laughs> on purpose? Who like, are you asking? Myself? <laughs> I was like, can I stay in the revolution if I willingly go and spend oh, my hard-earned black dollars at Cracker Barrel? Can I do that? I think you're allowed to. <laughs> I do very often, whenever I can, when I get home. Ugh. But it was compromises we make. Uh, <laughs> I feel like every black person's first time at Cracker Barrel is like one of the most confusing, soul shattering. <laughs> like it just rearranges everything you thought you knew about yourself. Mm. But it's so good. Dang. It's so good. We got to go to Cracker Barrel. We should. We're introducing a new segment this week. We're going to be answering some reader questions. You guys send us awesome emails, and we want to read like one or two maybe every week. I'm excited. So this first one is from Jasmine from Philly. Jasmine says, I cut my hair about two years ago, and I've been natural ever since, but I've encountered so many damn stereotypes. People always think I'm an artist, a Mm. poet, or the (laughs) voice. I know, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Or the voice of reason of all black people. It gets so annoying. Like, just because my hair is this way doesn't mean I'm any different than when I was when when I wore it straight. She also says, it's like I can't get some people to look past what my hair looks like and see me for me. Mm. Girl. I hear you. (laughs) And so when white people make comments like, oh, my God, I love your hair. It's so natural. It's so voluminous. (laughs) She goes, it's so frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to know if you guys have ever experienced this personally and what you did about it or any advice you have. Oh, man. I feel like I've bonded with every woman in New York City about hair. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So I've been natural for six years Mm -hmm. and you've been natural forever right yeah but when i say that so like 10 years (laughs) 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 i'm actually 13 (laughs) no so i've been natural my whole life but i really 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 wanted a perm Mm. it's just my parents wouldn't let me when's the last time somebody asked to touch your hair or just touched it without i don't know like last weekend probably Mm-mm-mm. It happens so often. Yeah. And not just white people. Because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people touch my hair. Yeah. For me, it seems so evident that, like, 
you just wouldn't stick your fingers in a stranger's right. hair. Just don't touch people that you Especially don't know. Especially without asking, but just in general. Yeah. You don't know what's in here. You don't know if my hair is dirty. Exactly. It's not, but I you don't know like that. I a machete up here. <laughs> so if you put your hand in my hair and you get cut, then I'm at yeah. fault. So it just doesn't make sense to me on like a very basic level. Right. Also, my brain is up here. <laughs> I don't want you that close to my brain. If something happens to it, they're I not die. That close. Hey, they're a lot closer than they would be if they were just minding the damn business. True. 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 Way lying. <laughs> but I do. Yeah, I do encounter a lot. A lot of times when I put my hair up, people like don't even recognize me. That is so insulting. It's like you've never looked at my face. You, you only see my hair. Cannot pick me out of a lineup. That's so weird. But there's a part of me that's just like used to it i think mm, that i'm definitely used so to it. if it's like a situation where you know maybe it's somebody that i just met and yeah. we're talking and then they just happen to do the reach and then the ask thing <laughs> i'll kind of like lean a little bit oh i lean yeah and i'll be like <laughs> uh, you should you should happening? ask first yeah. yeah you should ask first but if it's like a complete stranger then i get a little more hostile mm. i was at a party once oh my god <laughs> it was at the end of the night i was a lot younger i was not sober and there was some white guy in a in a tank top. And he just <laughs> full on put his hand completely in my oh. hand. I read this man the riot act for 15 <laughs> minutes straight. I was pissed. Mm. I was so pissed. And then there are some people who are like, you should just take it as a compliment. And I'm like, nope. nah. Nope. You deserve to be respected. respected. <laughs> Not petted like a fucking like animal. Like a dog, <laughs> like a goat or something. And like, I just, I when. We have a social contract where we will not interrupt <laughs> each other's personal bubble. Exactly. Why are you doing this? Right, right. It's just the assumption that, like, you can just do whatever you yeah. want to people. You can't. You cannot. I've gotten so you many cannot. drive-by pettings. That is the worst. They don't like, even in a pause. club or something. They don't even stop. It's just like, ooh. I felt it, and now I'm moving on because right. I felt like it. Ugh. And Ugh. even from black people, like, the conceptions of, like, who you are. Or yeah. like what kind of like poet? Oh, I get called Erica Badu, <laughs> which is a compliment. Yeah. Thank you, but it's inaccurate and lazy on your part. I get yeah. called Jill. It just Scott. feels weird to like assume someone's politics from their hair. Yeah, I never do that. Ever. If your hair's straight, permed, curly, whatever, like mm -hmm. I'm just like it's I'm just like my future baby daddy, Andre Three Thousand <laughs> of the rap group Outcast <laughs> once so said. That question is every nigga with dreads for the calls. Is every nigga with goals for the fall? No. No. So don't get caught up in appearance. Yeah. <sighs> My advice, girl, is just roll your eyes and keep it moving. Yeah. Give him a little Heisman on him. <laughs> like, keep it moving, yo. <laughs> like, this, I think it at some point, like, it just becomes a thing that you're used to weathering. Kind of like oppression. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like living in America. Kind of like living in America. Living in America. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, you learn to sort of steel yourself against it. You learn to smile and say thank you when you have the energy, when somebody's like, oh my gosh, your hair is yeah. amazing. I wish my hair could do that. You know, you learn to just be like, oh, thanks. I also love to share strategies with my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. So someone like, oh, like just ask them follow-up questions. Like, did your hand touch the subway today? I don't want your hand in my hair. I'm sorry, bye. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like things like that. I love hearing people's like versions of like, how do you deal with that exact moment? Mm -hmm. So we talk to your do... girlfriends. And just keep on keeping on. I know, girl. It's as long as the struggle we are is seeing, real, but we got you. Yeah, as long as blackness is seen as something alien, then mm. this is this is your life. Unfortunately, I just feel like I brought this all the way. Down. <laughs> yeah, you really but did. I'm sure you slayed, oh girl. Yeah, yes, <laughs> do it. So that was our first advice segment that currently does not have a snappy name. Um, <laughs> if you have any snappy name suggestions, or if you have any questions. Um, any, or need advice drop us a line you can email us at anotherround at buzzfeed.com you can tweet us even though email is probably better yeah so just, email us. <laughs> just email us just email us just email us
The people have spoken. Mm-hmm. We have heard you and your demands <laughs> for another corny joke. Some of yes. you are feeling kind of hostile. <laughs> I just need you to understand that I have a limited amount of jokes <laughs> thus far. Actually, if anybody has any great, awful jokes that they would like us to read <laughs> on the air, uh, send those to us, too, at anotherroundatbuzzfeed.com. Um, you will be fully attributed, of course. <laughs> I will not take credit for them. But um, right, you are you in for a treat. This, this, is, this is another one of my favorite jokes that I've been telling. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've been telling for years. Everybody hates it so much. <laughs> so, once upon a time, there was a convent, right? Okay. Priest gathers four nuns into his priest room or whatever okay. i don't know what it's called <laughs> i have no idea shout out to the priest room shout out to the priest room uh the priest is like um sisters you know you're you're very young you've been very sheltered your whole life i want you to go out into the world for two weeks i want you to live among the people i want you to take off your habits okay. i want you to be one of the people come back here in two weeks report to me let me know how it goes mm-hmm. the four nuns go out two weeks later they're back in the priest room with the priest the priest looks at the first nun says Oh my God, where is this going? <laughs> Priest says to the first nun, Sister, tell me how your time was out in the world. The nun number one says, Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. She said, I was out at an open air market. I took an apple and I ate it without paying. I'm so sorry. Dang, girl. <laughs> no, she's been out there for two weeks. She's already a hard and criminal. <laughs> the priest thinks about it and he says, Go say three Hail Marys and anoint yourself with the holy water and you will be forgiven. Mm hmm. And then scuttles off to wherever the holy water is. <laughs> <laughs> she she gets the Hail Marys off, three of them. She puts the holy water on her forehead. Priest looks at the second nun, says, Sister, tell me about your time in the outside world. Mm. And then says, Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. He's like, Okay, what did you do? She says, I saw two people having sex in an alley and I watched them for a very long time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 All right, girl. <laughs> The priest thinks about it. He says, go say six Hail Marys. Anoint yourself with the holy water and you'll be forgiven. <laughs> she says, thank you. She again scuttles off to the holy water, splashes an extra douse in her face because she felt extra, extra guilty. Mm-hmm. Said a Hail Marys. Felt a lot better. At this point, the fourth nun is like doubled over laughing, right? <laughs> the priest is looking at her and he's like, what? what's wrong? She's like, oh, nothing. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get it together. Priest looks at the third nun. Sister, tell me about your time in the outside world. Nun number three says, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. He's like, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) And she says, oh, um, I saw a blind man drop his wallet. And rather than pick it up and give it to him, I picked it up and I kept it for myself. Okay. Priest says, okay. I would totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) Priest says, go say 10 Hail Marys. Anoint yourself with the holy water and you'll be forgiven. Nun says, thank you, scuttles off. I don't know why all these nuns are scuttling. She goes out <laughs> to the holy water. <laughs> At this point, nun number four is on the ground, <laughs> clutching her side, nearly hyperventilating with laughter. Mm-hmm. Priest says, sister, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and when she catches her breath, says, <laughs> oh, I peed in the holy water. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Tracy, Tracy y'all. Tracy's joke time. Oh my God, Tracy. What would I do without you? I feel so much better after that. I've been holding that in for a week. <laughs> Thank you.
Kevin. What's up? Guess what time it is? Buy another round. Yes. This week I am buying a round for Veep. Mm, this sounds because, familiar. <laughs> because I did not do it just this <laughs> last week. Last week was a struggle for everybody. It was involved. a struggle. So but tell us again. I did not sufficiently express what I like about Veep. I don't think you expressed I don't think the people anything. know anything about Veep from what I said. <laughs> so let me try again, y'all. Okay. Bear with me. Go ahead. <laughs> so Veep stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus, <laughs> whose name I do know how to pronounce. <laughs> There's a lot of shows about politics right now. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the few that's, that actually says anything about politics. Mm-hmm. So, like, House of Cards, I, I don't even know how we all came to even think it was I good. I couldn't get past the first episode. It's not that great. It doesn't really have anything to say about politics. It's good drama mm-hmm. if you're into that. I will follow Robin Wright's haircut anywhere. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, like, Remy is fine. But, you know, it's like Veep, I think, gets more at the, like, kind of dumb compromises you have to make and, like, the, like put on face of politics mm-hmm. whereas house of guards like really tries to suggest like they're all that serious and they're all that conniving i don't think they're even that smart mm. i think on veep it shows that politicians are dumb as dumb as they are <laughs> okay i like it just in terms of being a show about politics but it's also a good show about if you like women in comedy mm-hmm. like it's a pretty good like ensemble cast there's like amy who's her uh chief of staff there's jonah which is this like unwieldy kid (laughs) who's like their white house liaison there's tony hale who from arrested development who plays like her kind of like bad guy (laughs) you know how every time we're out and you're like who's that and i'm like Uh this is the person from that thing you like them because of this (laughs) like that's what their relationship oh my god it's a lot like us Heaven, who was this person? Did I'm I meet like, them before? You like them because they did this one thing. Right. <laughs> hey, girl. So I think it's, it's like a rich world. There's Sue, who I really love. She's the black um, secretary. Mm-hmm. But unlike almost every black secretary role, she's actually funny and smart and good. Oh. Yeah. So I think it's just really smart, well-written, dope women, good insults. You know I love me some good insults. <laughs> God bless the president. You know, I mean, he's really a great man, but he is busting my fucking lady balls. That's a pretty convincing sell for me, I think. I tried to watch it. I couldn't really get okay, into it. Okay, my last plug, which I think you will like. Okay. <laughs> There's a guest star with Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney from Law & Order SVU. <gasps> do you know how I feel about Chris Maloney? I do. Chris Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> me put on my sexy voice for a second. <laughs> Chris Maloney, if you're listening, do get in contact oh with Oh my the show. God, yes, please contact us. We would love to have you on the show. <laughs> I would love to have so you So he has else. a cameo on season three where he plays basically, this is not, like, I'm very anti-spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. It's just a plot point. He plays basically a hired sex person <laughs> for Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I'm in. I'm <laughs> exactly. watching Veep tonight. Don't you want to live in a world where Julia Louis-Dreyfus is vice president and she's hired Chris Maloney? <laughs> are, there, are there shirtless scenes with Chris Maloney? Yes. I think that's the... Don't you just want to be a part of that universe? <laughs> I'm into it. Who are you buying around for? I am going to buy around for all the nail technicians out there. Ooh, yes. Here's why. So my nails look like crap now, but I got my nails done for the first time literally since prom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Tracy, your nails are always on point. Thanks, boo. Thank <laughs> you. But, yeah, that's one of those things where I'm like, why would I pay somebody to do this if I can do yeah. it myself? Like, I mean, I don't do, like, all of the acrylics myself. Yeah. Although, 
sometimes and I feel okay sharing my beauty secret with our listeners. <laughs> if I'm like in a pinch and I don't have time to like actually paint my nails and do yeah. like all the coats and the hardeners and like the nail designs or whatever, if you go to CVS <laughs> or Rite Aid or, or Dwayne Reed or Walgreens or Harmon <laughs> and get some, um, they're called Impress. It's an Impress manicure. Yeah. They last for about two weeks. They have a lot of great colors. I've seen them. They look great. I know nothing. I'm not not above a press-on nail. And they're not like the press-on nails from like like your mom's press-on nails. Where like if you so much as like drum your nails on the table. Yeah, yeah, like with the little piece of sticky paper. No, this is like (laughs) serious, serious stuff. But I decided to take a break from that and from doing my own nails Mm. and actually go get my nails done. I have felt so glamorous. For like the past two, two and a half weeks. (laughs) Nice. And like going back to self-care, like Mm. one of the things that I like to do for myself is kind of like pamper myself. I'll do my hair. I'll do like a deep conditioning thing. I cut it. But I mean, it just felt so good to just walk in and let somebody else take care of me Mm. for a second. You know, because black women are just always taking care of the whole world. (laughs) Who's going to take care of me at the end of the day? My nail technician. So, um, shout out to Ella. Let me buy Ella around. <laughs> and also, any other nail techs out there? Yes. You've inspired me to get my first pedicure this season. Yes. Well, pedicure you know the sun's season. coming out. The sun is out. You get them sandals on, girl. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. We did it, guys. We did it. Woo! Hopefully you enjoyed it with just the two of us. Just the two of us. Hey. We can make it if we try. Just the one. <laughs> okay. What if all your favorite songs had a Jamaican air horn in it for no reason? <laughs> I would enjoy it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for rocking with us again, especially after last week's episode. You must really love us if you came back for more. We would like to thank everybody in the whole wide world, especially our producer, Miss Jenna Weiss-Berman. Hey. Yay. And for our other producer, Miss Eleanor Kagan. Yay! Like the Supreme Court justice, but even better. <laughs> what a slogan. Put that on your She's Elena Kagan. This is Eleanor Kagan. Get to know her name. Also, special thanks to Julia Furlan, who is not here, but she is here in spirit. We love you and we miss you. And Paul Ruest at Argo Studios. Thanks for holding us down. Woo! We want to thank our musical geniuses, Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan, and Jean Grey, who has also made us some custom tunes yes custom jamage from her uh thank you so much for upgrading our podcast what else thank you to heaven for being heaven oh my god thank you to the tracy (laughs) (laughs) i should you should never let me live that down i never will (laughs) i've never been so drunk where i just stick a random article (laughs) in just a random sentence i want to think why am i just sticking thus everywhere (laughs) pray for me (laughs) y'all I so would good. love to thank the Tracy. And I'd like to thank you all for yes. listening despite and because of our craziness. Yes, we get the best tweets all the time and the oh, best emails. And we they genuinely don't make my to day. All of them. I know, but we see them all and we love all of them. We love y'all. Send us more. Let us know what you think. Questions, comments, complaints so we can laugh at. <laughs> Email them to us at another round at BuzzFeed.com. You can follow us on iTunes, follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at another round. Follow Heaven on Twitter at Heaven Rants. Follow me on Twitter at Working Poverty. Call your mom. Drink some water. Take a stretch. Take Call care your mom. of yourself. Definitely drink some water. Take your meds, everybody. Don't oh, forget yeah. to take your meds. Don't, take, don't forget to take your meds. Okay. See y'all next week. We love Bye. You.
What is Stokely Carmichael's new African name? Kwame something, right? <laughs> Kwame Carmichael? <laughs> I forget. Um, I thought he is still Stokely. Still Stokely. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun sitcom. A fun sitcom about black power. <laughs> oh, Stokely. <laughs> They're remaking Full House, but they can't get a black power sitcom. <laughs> What's good, America?